Welcome to the Workforce Connections Podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC Podcast. Today, we have from the LVGEA, the Chief Operating Officer, Mr. Jared Smith. Jared, welcome. Thanks, Jaime. It's great to be here, man. We are lucky to have you because sometimes I'm sitting at home at night and I see you pop up on the TV screen. You're a big star, <laughs> PBS, and many things. So thank you for being here. Let's dive right into uh, why you're here to share with us about workforce development, economic development, alignment here in our region. Having a seat here at the Workforce Connections Board, why is it important for economic development to have a seat on our board? Hi, mate. Workforce is the number one concern of every employer that we talk to. You know, how can I get my talent pipeline, not just for tomorrow, but for the next 10 years? And so it's an honor to be invited uh, by you and by our elected officials to be a part of that board so that we can help tell the story of what companies are looking for. And so it's great to, and not only that, but it's great to just sort of network with our, our board members and and focus together with all of these community partners on workforce development. And I feel we're doing great work. We're going to unfold that a little bit during the podcast. Uh, let's start from your perspective as an organization, how is LVGA's performance this year? It's been a tough year in many ways, but I'd love to uh, for you to share some of the metrics that lets us know LVGA is really moving the needle. Well, unfortunately, I've already kind of said this in other places. Otherwise, I would say you heard it here first. Um, this is going to be likely the best year in assisted job creation that we've ever had as an organization, which is fantastic because this will be the second time in five years in my time here that we could potentially break the organizational record. And when I say we, Jaime, let me, let me be very clear here. This takes the companies creating the jobs. This takes our municipal partners, our partners in education, our partners in workforce development. There is no such thing as uh, going it alone in these efforts. This really takes a, a community. You know, I'm very proud of our team, Jaime, that uh, we have not only just working with companies that are ready to hire people now, recruiting new companies in, helping existing companies, but the work that our team has done in helping those who those businesses who are struggling, I think that probably makes me the most proud. And, and when I think back to last year, the work that our team and your team did together, uh, getting those dollars out to local companies and you know sometimes just being a, a, a shoulder to lean on, or finding resources to help them in any way. That, I believe, is some of the most impactful work uh, that our team and our teams together have ever done. You know, uh, that being said, you know, partnering with our municipalities and our partners in education has never been more important than it is right now. Uh, so when I think about what last year was and how not great it was and the way things uh, are, are headed now, I'm very, very encouraged. And let's pick up right there. It's great to hear that even though we had the pandemic of a century and lots of challenges, uh, we have managed to lay the foundation for, for good work ahead of us. Tell me about what the next few months or years look like. What are the challenges, if you will, that you see on the horizon for us as we try to align workforce development to economic development? So I think there's two challenges that we're dealing with here in the short run uh, that, that don't have short-term answers. The first is infrastructure. You know, at our perspective event, you heard Jeremy uh, Aguero talk about this, and you'll hear anybody in industrial and commercial real estate here 
uh, in Southern Nevada talk about the lack of available land with infrastructure. Uh, so a couple of challenges there. Number one, uh, we've got some water challenges uh, facing Apex and just getting water lines run fast enough because we know that there's land there. It's just not quite ready uh, as fast as a company uh, that's looking for it. So big challenge there with infrastructure. The second big challenge is how do we assist our people who are ready to pivot in their career, say, out of a tourism uh, related role into manufacturing and logistics and or, or a tech job. And what are we doing as a team? What can Workforce Connections do to help meet that demand of economic diversification that is now looking for us? You know, I mean, if you think about it, we used to talk several years ago that we need to diversify, diversify this economy. And what can we do to encourage that? Well, the good news is it's coming at us now. So we have to be strategic in how we help our people. I think those are the two challenges that we should be thinking about right now. I couldn't agree more with you. And I think I'm optimistic, too, because just this morning, you and I and other colleagues were in uh, in one more conversation because it's not the first one, but it's a conversation about how we address the EDA's funding opportunities. And, and the regional collaboration that I'm seeing is unprecedented in our area. So I think... Uh, not just the LVGA and Workforce Connections, but as you said, our partners at the municipalities, our higher ed institutions, our K through 12 system, we're all working together in a way we haven't seen before. And that that is really good for our region. So Yeah, well, and it's only to our benefit, right? I mean, in, in numbers, there's strength, correct? You know, and that's true not only in strategy, but it's true in policy. So uh, LVGA and the Vegas Chamber are partnering together for a DC fly-in. And right now we're working on shared federal priorities and what can we champion together? And I think the voices, not just of LVGA, the Vegas Chamber, but the Latin Chamber, the Urban Chamber, the Henderson Chamber, um, our partners in education, our partners in workforce development, the more we can come together strategically, the louder that collective voice is. A great example of that is our workforce blueprint. I agree. Let's jump right into that, that subject. I wanted to ask you about your opinion on some of the investments that we uh, as a local board are making purposeful intentional investments and one of those is in partnership with you in the Vegas Chamber and we it was called the Workforce Blueprint 2.0 and I know that you uh, Mary Beth and I are going to meet pretty soon to start to put the framework down on how we update it to Workforce Blueprint 3.0. And all of this, of course, based on the comprehensive economic development strategy that the LVGA just approved. So tell us about what we're about to unbundle uh, together. Wow. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. The comprehensive economic development strategy is a very wide reaching document uh, that the EDA uh, uses uh, as well as the community uses to understand what is our strategic plan uh, as a community, right? Um, so the workforce blueprint specifically, though, that tells us what are our top 100 jobs in demand right now. Uh, the, the current blueprint 2.0 is about two years old, and it's, it was also created prior to the pandemic. So we know there needs to be some changes in logic around the way that was created, right? Um, and having the voice of workforce connections and uh, chambers of commerce never been more important than right now. So that's going to give us a report that will tell us those top 100 jobs in demand. It's also going to give us a dashboard, right, which can which 
people in the community can use uh, to see where we are in, in those jobs in demand. But another great point of that is it is our collective voice, right? And, and I, I'll keep going back to the, to the phrase collective voice coming together to say not only what are we dealing with now as a community, but what are we doing about it? And what, what does the next two years look like? Um, I'm super proud of Workforce Connections, uh, not only as a uh, as an economic developer, uh, but also as a board member uh, for uh, the ACT Work Ready Community uh, credential that you achieved. I would love if you'd say a few words about it and just allow me to applaud. Yeah, Jared, of course, one of the investments I think that we as a board were purposeful about, intentional about to help economic developers like you make our region more attractive was to help Clark County become certified as a work-ready community by ACT. Uh, Since then, we know it's actually the largest county to be certified. And really what it is, is just a signal to employers to let them know that here in our region, the K-12 system, the post-secondary system of skill acquisition, we're all uh, agreeing that a great way to measure work readiness in people is the National Career Readiness Certificate. And so uh, we're working again with the Clark County School District, with the community college to make sure that this um, this work readiness uh, measurement, if you will, becomes a norm for us. And again, just makes it easier for you guys when you sell our region to say, here is how work ready we are compared to other regions. And workforce development really begins in elementary school, does it not? And so that's why you have to have the alignment of the superintendent and the school system all the way up through higher education uh, and different training opportunities. So kudos for that. And another investment that Workforce Connections has made in the community, and especially at LVGA, is our director of workforce development. So uh, funded by Workforce Connections and on our team at LVGA, that's really a groundbreaking opportunity that isn't being done in other communities. Uh, So let me again applaud you for making that investment in economic development. So while you are investing in workforce development, you're also investing in our strategic activities, Jaime. And what's fantastic about that is companies have immediate access to a professional who can discuss uh, workforce development in Southern Nevada, what resources are available, what's the best process to become connected with those resources. So thank you for that investment. No, thank you for for partnering with us on that strategy because that was the purpose. As much as you know, as I love uh, talking to you, sometimes we talk at 9, 10 p.m. at night because <laughs> we, we work a lot, but uh, it was important to us to make sure that there was a subject matter expert in workforce development in your building, on your team, because we did not want you to need the information uh, and we were not available. And so, uh, yes, this director of workforce development, uh, there's one at the LVGA, there's another one at the Vegas Chamber. And so for us, those are significant investments, but we believe they are key to really, again, tie in that alignment, that commitment that to align that we have together in an everyday matter. So not just when you and I meet or talk, but there is now proof there and a coordinating point there to to make sure that, that our, our investments are aligning. So another investment that I wanted to uh, ask you about, Jared, was the Employee MV Business Hubs. 
as you know, besides the Workforce Blueprint 2.0 that will soon become 3.0, getting Clark County certified as a work-ready community and putting these directors of workforce development at the LVGA and the Vegas Chamber, we opened two employee MV business hubs at the Vegas Chamber and at the Sierra West Library. And our idea was let's put a one-stop for employers. Let's open a place where employers can go and tap into the resources available in the public workforce development system. We know, as you said earlier, we learned from small businesses during the worst of the pandemic how much help they needed. And they've gone through their savings to stay alive. They've taken second mortgages to keep the business going. And we have resources to help them. And so, um, you know, these, these two employee MV business hubs are, in our eyes, another way to make our region attractive. And so what does that mean uh, for you as you talk to potential businesses that are interested in our area? Hi, mean, last year in the, in the middle of the pandemic, our team, our, most of our office, banded together and we reached out to 3,000 companies. Um, but we have one person on our team who's responsible for talk, who, ha, who has one-on-one -on -one business meetings uh, with companies throughout Southern Nevada. And that person can reach 150 to 200 companies one-on-one uh, -on -one a year. The opportunity to have these business hubs is critical for us to be able to reach more companies than we can with just one person. So this is a proactive decision that I'm so proud uh, that Workforce Connections made into the community. Well, good. Uh, Jared, we uh, appreciate you as a board member being the voice of ICDEV here at Workforce Connections. Uh, I'm happy that you made the time to come here to the podcast today. We hope that you will come back. I want to give you a few uh, seconds to uh, share some final thoughts with our audience, and um, we'll reach the end of our podcast. Thanks, Jaime. You know, I would say that Workforce uh, investment has never been more important in Southern Nevada's future than it is right now. Um, investment in economic development never been more important than it is right now. And so I really want to end today, first of all, just thanking you, Jaime, because I remember when we talked about me coming on the board, I said, be careful what you ask for. And uh, you know me, just like you mentioned earlier, we talk very late at night sometimes. Uh, and I asked you, hey, what can we do better than we've done before. And so I want to say congratulations for what you've done for Workforce Connections and stepping up uh, all the activities here. Congratulations to your staff and just a testament to your leadership and your vision for what partnerships for Workforce Connections could be throughout the community. So Congratulations, my friend. Thank you, Jared. You're making me feel like the star of this podcast, and it really is you. So um, thanks again for being with us today. So that's it for today's uh, episode. We hope you join us on a future podcast. Until next time, stay safe. Stay safe.